This podcast is brought to you by my new book, Rock Bottom. Bouncing back from rock bottom need not always be a complex recovery process that requires a degree in psychiatry to understand. Sometimes you just need real, simple, actionable advice that you can understand and follow step by step to find peace, healing and confidence. After getting divorced in 2013, I hit my rock bottom, physically, mentally and financially. I know what rock bottom is like and I know what I did to recover. This book is my story, but also the simple, actionable steps I took, and you can too, to bounce back from rock bottom and live the life you always dreamed of. Don't lose years of precious time with your family and friends. Read the book, take the actions, and start the path to recovery now. Marcus Pierce has called it a confronting memoir addressing the three words we fear most, who am I? While Cindy O'Meara says it is a timeless book, Greta's mastered how to go from rock bottom and find a way back to the top. Grab your copy of Rock Bottom by heading to rockbottombook.com.au or clicking on the link in the show notes. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, a study published in Nature Food has shown that sterilizing plastic baby bottles at the high temperatures recommended causes them to shed millions of microplastics and trillions of nanoplastics every single day. The polypropylene tested makes up 82% of the baby bottle market, with much of the rest being the more stable, glass. And it's also found in kettles and plastic food containers. The levels found were thousands of times higher than the already known food and drink contamination levels and have led to the scientists calling for an urgent reassessment of the issue and also for them to update their sterilisation guidelines. The scientists say that the health impacts are unknown. However, some have suggested links to digestive issues, obesity, organ problems and even developmental delays. Professor John Boland at Trinity College Dublin in Ireland said, We were absolutely gobsmacked at the number of microplastics produced by the baby bottles. A study last year by the World Health Organization estimated adults would consume between 300 and 600 microplastics a day. Our average values were on the order of a million, or even millions. He went on to say, I've already gotten rid of those food containers I used to use, and if I had young children, I'd modify how I prepare milk formula. The research began with an accidental finding, when a researcher who was developing filters found that they kept getting clogged with microplastics that were later traced back to polypropylene lab equipment. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that, first of all, it's important to understand that the actual consumption of microplastics by babies was only estimated. They were able to see how much was getting shed by these plastics, and then based on what they already knew about babies' feeding habits and and bottle use and those sort of things, they were able to estimate the amount of microplastics. So, you know, more needs to be done to get a more accurate measure of that. But really, even if it's out by a factor of 10 or even a factor of 100, it's still very concerning. You know, we just don't know enough about the effects of these microplastics and in particular nanoplastics on babies and even on adults to know just what problems it may be causing. I think it's not hard to imagine, though, that it's really unlikely that these nanoplastics and microplastics are going to be beneficial or even neutral for the health of ourselves and for our children. And so as a result, I think it makes sense, as the scientists have recommended, to start changing our habits and to start changing our guidelines urgently. You know, I think in most situations, glass is a great alternative. You know, certainly in my house, 
We try and store as much of our food in glass containers as we can. We we keep our coconut oil glass containers and and regularly use them with their uh, you know sort of snap top lids to seal and protect almost all of our staples and all of our food. And even if we do buy something in plastic, we get it out of the plastic and into the glass as soon as we can. So, you know, the researchers did go on to say that if you can't use glass, then you should wash the plastics three times with water that has been boiled in glass and then allowed to cool. But you may find that's easier for you if you want to carry the plastics, if you're concerned about your babies carrying glass, but really it is going to be a hell of a lot more work to do it in that way. And You know, I think it's important to remember that this isn't just for babies that we're talking about. Whilst in this particular instance, because of the sterilization factor of the baby bottles, it did greatly increase the amount of these plastics and microplastics and nanoplastics that were being found. We know that even without that sterilization, even without that heating, a lot of plastic is being consumed by kids and adults alike in our houses. So we really need to start thinking about how much we're using those plastics in our home and really consider replacing them with more inert substances, as I said, like glass and ceramics. And it's also important to remember that just because it's BPA-free doesn't mean it's okay. You know, we're now seeing research coming out saying that the the BPA-free replacements may equally be causing, or at least similarly be causing hormone disruptions and uh, reproductive disorders and all sorts of things in our adults. So we really need to consider whether, in fact, Just because it's BPA-free, if those microparticles and nanoparticles are being released into our body and into our kid's body, whether that is in fact a good thing. You know, it's easy to see the label and think, well, this must be the healthy option. And it may be that it is a healthier option, but I just don't think that we can confidently say that it is a healthy option. So I would recommend minimizing the plastics for yourself and for your family that you use in your home as much as is humanly possible not just for your family's health, but for the environment as well. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thisweekinwellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.